0: Alright, welcome to another episode of the Thunder Underground Podcast. My name is Trent.
1: Uh, Jason here.
0: And we've got another great episode, as we think we always do, at least with the guest we've got. We're not tooting our own horn. That's right. Tooting the horn of the person that is featured here.
1: That's right. Um, We know it's going to be a great episode because of our guest, but I mean, it always is because you know, we fucking love our shit. So there you go.
0: This week we've got all three members of Spirit Caravan. Yes. So this is quite a quite an honor to be able to sit down with these guys and talk for a little bit. And we're going to get into that here in a few minutes. But before we do, we would like to play a song for you. And this song is from a band called Slumlord Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And the song is called Fort Knox. i Once again, that was Fort Knox by the band Slumlord Radio, a trio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, what do you, what do you got to say about these guys?
1: Uh, I like these guys. Um, I did a review on our site. Like I said, they they've got they've got really punky, sludgy stuff going on, but you know they also have different tempo changes and different parts. Uh, to me, I mean, I don't know if I've heard some. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of a refreshing deal. So I really liked that aspect of it. Or didn't um, you
0: say, yeah, it kind of had like a progressive vibe, but still that punk? Yeah, yeah that's, what I, that's what I mean. It's yeah. like they
1: had all the different parts and, yeah. and you know, ryth- rhythm changes, you know, like, you know, they could be a prog punk band or a punk prog band or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, it just, you know, and uh, I think that's also a ballsy move. So uh, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, they, you know... Uh, Fort Knox is a great song, um, so uh, I was happy to happy to play them and hope uh, everybody goes and checks them out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's got a really cool guitar vibe that's reminiscent of where they're from, you know, the Michigan area yeah. with the, you know, the old 60s, 70s kind of Stooges kind of that kind of vibe. Yeah,
1: a, a garagey kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Somewhere you know it's a it's great whenever you know a band comes out where it's you can't. Instantly describe them to someone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, So there's a little aspect of punk, garage, grunge, you know, stoner metal. You know, it's got melody. It's got everything there, too. You know, it's good stuff.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's also, they're a trio. So they're also doing a lot of stuff with, you know, less. And sometimes that's really cool, too. I like to see that sometimes. You know, less is more. Or what you can do with less is really cool too. Uh, so th- that always, that always uh, gets my attention.
0: Yeah. And they've got a lot of, they've got a lot of tunes up on Reverb Nation. So just search them on there. And yeah. they, that song Fort Knox, I think is from an album a couple years ago, but the version we just played you is an updated version they redid this year, 2015.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. And
0: it's not on the album that you reviewed, which is too pretty for Tijuana, right? That's right. So, yeah. And that's a, That's a great one, that one was from this year.
1: Yes, and and they have a uh, uh, video for Bullwhip. Search that on YouTube. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's a great video. We're not just saying that. It's literally great. You need to check it out. And you can find them on Twitter at slumlord underscore radio. And they're on Facebook. Just search slumlord radio. They should be the only one on there called that, I would think. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Other than that, moving on. What do we got? We uh, this past we kind of mentioned this on the last episode that we had, or at least I went to five concerts in a row, five days in a row over the past weekend, and I know you went to a couple of them with me. Yes. And we kicked it off with Doyle, who's of course the the guitarist from the legendary lineup of the Misfits, and he's got a new band out where it's a uh, more metal, and you know he's got a you know three dudes around him, singer and Obviously, a bassist, and guitar, a bassist and a drummer in there. You know, it's still kind of got that punk attitude, and it's got the horror theme like all this stuff does, but it's got a more metal vibe. We checked that out, and we actually got the opportunity to record uh, an interview with him. So yes, that is something we will bring to you in the coming weeks. Yes. So be on the lookout for that if you're a fan of Misfits or just metal or music in general. Then after that... I went to two winery dog shows, which there's not really much to say other than what we said before I went because we know we've seen them live. Three of the most phenomenal musicians you could ever see put them together, and it it comes out the way it should come out. Phenomenal.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so you saw them two nights in a row. Yes. So you had your life changed two nights in a row pretty much. Yeah, twice. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we saw them in Ardmore. Consider yourself lucky. Yeah. Then we saw them in Dallas and both nights they put on a great show and then the following night i saw gilby clark in dallas which was great you know just as you would expect you know good time rock and roll the dude played stuff from his solo stuff and some covers of the rolling stones and cheap trick and not much much to say on that it was just a good fun time like you know you're gonna get from someone like gilby clark you know
1: yeah yeah you're uh You know what you're getting into.
0: Yeah. And then that leads us into this past, well, by the time you hear this, about a week ago on a Monday night, we went to the downtown lounge in downtown Tulsa and had the honor to not only record this podcast you're about to hear, but see the Spirit Caravan live for the first time that we've ever seen them. That's right. And we got there, you know, we got there early since we were going to record this interview and we happened to walk in while they were doing our sound check. So that was pretty cool, you know, to be able to to see that. That was you know. a privilege, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, so so there's a tidbit of info for you. If there's a band you like that's playing the Downtown Lounge in Tulsa, get there about 5 o'clock and you might get to see a soundtrack. Or exactly. And they'll let you in because they're a bar serving drinks. They don't care. Yeah,
1: yeah. and um, from 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 the looks of it, they were pretty happy with the sound. And it sounded really fucking good.
0: Yeah, I remember Dave Sherman. I heard him over there talking to... To Jake, yeah. the owner of the bar, talking about how that he thought it was a. He said he walked in; he was kind of like apprehensive because it was a small space and mm-hmm. you know just the way it was set up. And then he said it sounded better than than anything he'd played on the tour. I think is what I heard him say. So, yeah, but and that's yeah. uh, isn't
1: that funny because I mean I've never I've never seen a bad show at Downtown Lounge. No, it's always sounded really good.
0: Yeah, it's a small space, but it's I mean it's kind of laid out to where. A little different than a lot of bars are, the way they've got the stage set up with the bar, but it's it sounds great. So, if you're in this area, definitely check that place out. Even if it's not a band, even if a band's not playing, it's a cool place. That's right. They've
1: got uh, kick-ass concert posters everywhere, a couple of autographed dime guitars. They have American Horror Story watch parties. I mean, come on, people. Yeah. You know?
0: And the jukebox that you're a fan of. Yes. Because...
1: It has a sign on it. This jukebox has a sign on it that says no Nickelback allowed, or no Nickelback, or Nickelback is not allowed, or something like that. <laughs> and if it does get picked, it will get shut down immediately. I mean, that, that right there, that's my favorite place on earth, besides the the new huge Quick Trips. But anyways, that's a whole <laughs> other story.
0: Well, after all that, we had the opportunity to sit down with, we thought it was just going to be uh, Wino and Dave Sherman, but... Uh, Ed the drummer ended up being there as well. Yes. Which was great. So all three did, of them. Got the whole band. And if you're not familiar with Spirit Caravan, they're they're like a doom sludge kind of stoner metal rock, you know, that whole vein of, of music that both those guys or all three of those guys were, you know, part of in the past. And of course definitely the pioneers. Of yeah. Them. And of course Wino was, you know, kind of like the figurehead of the whole genre. Yes. You know, from back in the in the eighties. So, like I said earlier, it was quite an honor to be able to to sit down and and talk with these guys, and you know they gave us a good probably thirty minutes, yeah, worth of stuff. So,
1: and and they were they were all super nice and super uh, you know engaging. Uh, they wanted to be there. Uh, it was just uh, it was crazy. It was probably you know uh, one of the. It like I said, it was just like you said, it was just an honor you know, to to sit there with these guys that have been doing this for, you know, thirty, forty years. Yeah. Um, and they're down to earth as anything, you know, and telling stories and cracking jokes. Uh it was just a real real privilege uh to uh to get to hang out with these guys for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And there's there's a lot of great stuff in here that I think you will enjoy as a as a fan of music. Yes. And, and if you're a fan of these guys will definitely enjoy it. And after that, we, of course, got to see the show. Which, the band opening up, neither one of us had heard before. Yeah. It's called Dirty Streets. Or is it Be Dirty Streets? I'm not sure. I think it's Dirty Streets. But they, <clears throat> well, What I am sure of it, though, is that
1: they fucking rule.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they you know you're always you're always you know as a jaded music fan who've been around a long time you're always apprehensive about a band open up you haven't heard of yeah we've all been there oh yeah but it's always great when it happens they start playing and it you're extremely happy that you're there early enough to see that band you know oh definitely so definitely check these guys out they're from memphis they're also a trio and they're great you know just kind of good time 70s kind of they're not really stoner rock, but they're on the verge of it. I think. I think they've More got a, a throwback
1: feel. A you know. throwback feel, but I mean, it's not corny and it's not uh, forced. Uh, their drummer was a fucking animal. <laughs> I just, I just like watching the drummer. Uh, you know, I mean, the whole band was great, but that was just awesome watching the drummer.
0: Yeah, and uh, of course, when we saw Spirit Caravan. Ed was an animal himself. That
1: he was a hard hitter, dude. Yeah. A hard hitter.
0: I was watching him play drums and I'm like, man, this guy's gonna bust through that snare, you know. Or, yeah, he, or through exactly. those times, you know, I, it's just like it's hard <laughs> hard as his hit, non stop the whole show, you know. There's
1: two things I thought. One was yeah, he's gonna bust a drum head somewhere. Two, he's gonna fucking fall over. Right. As much as he was just killing it. And uh that was just a treat to watch. Uh they kicked the ass live. Um their set list didn't disappoint. They even did a, a couple of Obsessed songs. Uh, they played Streamlined. That was great. Um, Wino is an insane soloist. You wouldn't... I don't know if he's really known for that more than just his, you know, riffs and his songwriting and his, you know, uh, you know, a reputation for helping to start a genre. But... You know, the guy can just flurry all over the fretboard and he's got those like weird fucked up chords that sounds great when you've got distortion on it. Uh, It was just uh, Dave Sherman sang some songs. That was awesome. It was just a a fun show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they do not disappoint if you're you're a fan. Check these guys out. They're on... Facebook under Spirit Caravan. I don't, they don't have a Twitter, but I know Wino has a Twitter. It's just his name, Scott Weinrich. All yeah. one word. So definitely look these guys up, and they talk about it here. You know, you're here in a minute, but they've got new new music coming. So look for that next year. That's right. To go with the previous couple albums, I had. I know they had a couple EPs as well, but it's good. You know that these guys are back. You know, doing music together again. They've done. Both of them have, you know, been parts of tons of different projects, you know, before Spirit Caravan and in the in the ten or twelve years that they were gone, as well. But you know, they're this is a great band, so I'm glad they're
1: back. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I think I think when you start talking about this band and this kind of thing, uh, everyone just goes right to Wino, and um, rightly so. Again, it was insane just to sit there and, you know, hear him tell stories. But, uh, you know, we got to thank Dave Sherman. I think he was the one that kind of corresponded with you to get this going. Right. Uh, and he was a super nice guy. Uh, so I just, you know, e- even after the interview, once the show was going, he was at the merch tent, you know, uh, shaking our hands and waving at us and stuff. Just because uh, they're great to their fans. It was just uh, a real honor.
0: Yeah. So with that being said, I think it's time to get into this.
2: It's like the smaller, kind of like more, I mean, I don't really want to say the D word, but, you know, smaller kind of club like that, you know, <laughs> better feel, better Deep. sound. I mean, if you want, if you want like, a, a big a big, uh, big stage in, like, a big place where it's all wood and people know what they're doing with the sound, they put the money in the sound, and, you know, you can't top that really big. Powered monitors, man, they have powered monitors. That's, each monitor has its own amp. See, that's important because, you know, most people, when they have big PA systems, they don't put the money into them. They'll have all these monitors, but they won't we'll be able to drive. Sam Man won't be able to, to give you anymore, you know. You've got like a power JBL on you, man. That thing's probably like, you got as much as you need. Yeah. Hey, hey, Donald, we're gonna be sitting over here doing it. We're gonna be sitting over here doing an interview. We're just gonna be sitting over here doing an interview. I think this is like our chiller room too. Yeah, this is our yeah, this so chill.
3: I got a key yeah. to it, uh, so I'm holding the key. I mean, I think it's
2: pretty cool to leave the guitars over right there in the boat,
3: right? Yeah, I don't, yeah. They're, they're, this is a cool place. I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a do good vibe. to let you know where yeah. we're
1: at. Okay, let's let's do this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're rolling. So, um, uh, what brought you guys back together in 2014? Or were we just always, you know, together and just? Well, <laughs>
2: well we. Um, I moved back in California to California specifically to do it to put, put it back together. We had like this, this entrepreneur guy that like uh, threw a little bit of money at us, was, was our ass friend of ours, but. He ended up kind of like he ended up being a total control freaking one control. But it was good because I uh, made made it back out here, and uh, we hooked back up. And we Henry Henry Vasquez from Vitus was playing drums, mm-hmm. and um, we did a, we did a, we did a, some shows in Europe, and we did uh, we did like a tour in the states and tour Europe, and then um, but Henry's got had, you know Henry had other commitments and stuff, and we were sort of uh, we were sort of at a at a, at a crossroads, and then um, uh, I was in a bar playing acoustic guitar in Frederick, Maryland, in the uh, and Eddie shows up and, uh, I mean, I haven't seen Eddie Ed, or, or played with him in like, I mean, probably close to 30 years. 30. 30 years? Yeah. So after 30 years, he shows up and uh, he's got no ties. He's got ready to, ready to rock. And so it seemed logical. I mean, we, um, there's a local, uh, there's a guy who started putting on a festival in Maryland, uh, the Doom, Maryland Doom Festival. Not because she's at the Death Festival, but it's on a smaller scale, the Doom Festival and the... Uh, so we uh, we agreed to play it, and we put the band together and started uh, started rehearsing. And we thought it, thought it was good, and it was fun. So we kept going. And so now we have uh, we got we're going to be playing two maybe three new songs tonight. But we have we have songs in the can for a new record. Hopefully next next year, early next year. Cool,
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. He said uh, he said you guys had some new songs.
2: Yeah, we we have we have two new songs. We're definitely doing, and one if we're feeling 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 froggy. I mean. <laughs> we should be doing that with soundtrack, anyways. I keep forgetting because that's you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but
3: I mean I want to lock it.
1: Anyway, just to,
2: yeah. bottom line, bottom line. We you know we'll have a new record out, and so that's that'll be cool. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool.
0: Yeah. You know, how would you compare the stuff you're doing now? I mean, obviously the sound's going to be similar, but is the I, the think, vibe it's, I think it's considerable to the old records or
2: I think it's the same as in like Spirit Caravan, Obsessed kind of vein. You no, know? uh, yeah. yeah. I mean it's just uh, you hear it's like kind of fast we're playing kind of a fast punky one or we're playing kind of a dreamy uh, kind of a dreamy heavier one
0: like what was the reason you guys split up in first place was it spear Caravan yeah um the, so we, kind of ran
2: we, well we didn't have a label we didn't have a label and uh nobody at that particular time wanted to uh invest any time or money so basically we couldn't find a label and then there was a few personality issues flying around and um uh, you know, I was kind of at odds with the drummer and stuff, and it um, didn't seem like anything was going to change to me, so this was kind of, was sort of like the natural law of, uh love, natural, you know, personality bullshit, I guess, you know, I mean... He we, got I pissed mean, as
3: fuck at us because we were acting like assholes, <laughs> so basically he fucking like said, fuck you guys, man, you're acting like dicks, man, I don't want to play with you anymore, no and we were...
2: I was trying to smoke, <laughs> try to sugarcoat him, man. <laughs> 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 <Wow>. <laughs> but now,
3: things have changed. I think it really
2: changed. I mean, things have changed a lot. I mean, obviously, we don't have we don't have the same drummer anymore. And um, I'm not really sure that I'd ever be able to be with him again. But being sure, we always love each other, man. It's like, you know, it's like it's really about spirit. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's what it is. It's yeah. like spirit, your drive. I mean, this motherfucker's first the biggest heart and most drive to just want to do it. I mean, you know, here we are. Um, all this time later you know and we don't we still don't mind getting in the van and uh, you know we don't we understand don't. what it is yeah. and, and, you know to us it's it's fun I mean all we could do when we, when we were in Maryland was when the fuck were we getting on the road man you know <laughs> so I mean to be, able to, bring the, to be able to bring the music out you know especially like places I mean this is never Tulsa so, Oklahoma has never been um, what, what I would consider to be like you know a, a major market for yeah. us yeah. or even playing live but you know what man we're here because we want to be here and like we want to bring the music to people, and like we appreciate we appreciate uh, you know people coming out no matter how few. I mean, we played five people, we played five thousand. Doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's that's the way to look at it. That's the
2: way you have to look at. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's but you know, rock and roll. But that's what it is. The, and, you know, yeah. I mean, I think everybody's got a good attitude. I mean, that's, and we have a killer crew. We have two guys working for us this time, and they're the best two guys we've ever I've ever worked with. So it's like you know, I mean, I don't know. They're pretty good guys, pretty man. Fun, man. The guys we fun. took with
3: us, our crew. So, uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, I mean. Don and uh Brandon, they're they're uh they're they're at our beck and call, you know, pretty I mean, much 24/7. I mean, that's all like, you can ask like for really, in a it's, crew. It's
2: refreshing because you know, it's like uh, I don't know, you have people, you know, nice folks and it's nice to work with people that uh it's like I can't stand like arrogant people, man. Arrogant people with you know, selfish people that I can't I can't I would say that we're all too polite. Huh? Yeah. We're all too polite saying thank you, there's nothing, yeah. guy. there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. It might seem a little on rock and roll when you say thank you. But be, you'd be surprised how far it goes, man. Yeah. People in these no. clubs and shit like that, they're so shocked by arrogant musicians and fucking, if you say thank you it's so it goes business, a long way. You know? yeah. Yeah.
3: And everybody's so jaded, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God, they, they really freak out when there's a, like a nice person, like, at, you know, at not acting a fool, acting, yeah. you know like, they're fucking, you know, shit don't stink, or, you know, yeah. on that level, you know what I mean, it's because everybody's the same, everybody wants the same thing, you know, just to,
2: I mean, you know. sometimes you got to prove yourself to people, like, I mean, I did, yeah. I did a really weird thing this this summer when I played acoustic guitar for Zach Wild, and, uh, my agent said, I'm black, and so we thought it was going to be unplugged, so we said, oh, this would be perfect, you know, so you somehow managed to get me on, you managed to give me the sports slot, and, um. It wasn't. I'm sorry. It was full electric. They we were just sitting down. Right. So that was kind of daunting for me. You know, it's like 2,000 people. even knew, knew who the fuck I was. Every now and then, there'd be like two or three people, maybe five people in the venue that out of 2,000 that knew who I was. I mean, that's how spread apart the genre is. Really, it doesn't seem like it would be, but it kind of is. And um, but it was kind of interesting. But I mean, at, after a little while, you know, you know, just you know, being on time and being polite. About you know, I would never take that stage until they told me I could. Even if it was clear, you know, just to set up my little my little acoustic camp and. And by the end, of, by you know, by a couple, couple, about a weekend, and they were fucking giving me everything I wanted. You know, what I mean, they're really nice folks, and you know, I sort of had to get there. You know, if I would have been a fucking dick, you know, and just been an arrogant motherfucker, then I, you would, you'd be, you'd be playing against, you'd be banging your head against the wall all, all tour, you know. The bottom cool. line, you get more, <laughs> yeah. you get Your more father,
3: bees right. with honey right. than you do with vinegar that's for right. sure. You that's know, that's 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 right. Right. <laughs> in any situation, you know, music or life. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> we uh, we saw you on that tour. Oh, you did in Wichita, and we, that's what we were talking about. Like, it, it's Because the guy got balls, or but, what? Because the guy all, got balls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's what I'm trying See, to say. What, what, what I thought was, cool <laughs> was uh it's just you and the guitar, but you're still, like, hitting the pedal and doing solo. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. fuck it, you know? Yeah. That was bad. But hit up there alone. That fuzz pedal In front of all little little little. Fat, <laughs> know, those people, of like, you know I mean? <laughs> looking at your every... You yeah. know what I mean? You guys at the Not with a
3: band. <laughs> you, know, you guys you look familiar.
2: Have we ever talked before? When well, we met there. Kahuna's. Kahuna's yeah. Big Kahuna. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. you
3: gotta yeah. call him. Big Kahuna's. I
1: But, yeah, it's like, it's unplugged, but they're all... Plugged in, just they're just sitting down. Maybe they should have called the
2: sitting
3: down. Well, what it was, you know, what it is, it is, it is, it is
0: what it is. I do
2: believe that Zach might have a few health issues, maybe. You know, I'm not really sure if he can. I'm not saying that it is definitely, but from what I'm kind of gathering, like, I mean, I don't know what his problem was that he did he stopped drinking, like he had a blood clot or something like that. Yeah, like, I'm not really sure. Oh my god, if um, well, the way it was explained to me is they were like, oh, they were songs that they already did that have been reworked. There's like more piano, stuff, and, and I don't know why they were sitting down. I think maybe, maybe because you know he doesn't want to tour constantly standing. I don't know that to be a fact. Though. Probably
3: helps, though. Yeah. Probably helps to sit down and play. But it
2: was interesting, man. It was interesting, but uh, the point I'm trying to make is like you know that I just tried to just try to like kind of, be as play as I could, and by the end, you know the school worked out good. By the end of, you know, cool. by, the end of the, by the end of the tour, J D was out there jamming with me, you know, we, we did we jammed together oh, he came cool. out and played
0: cool mm-hmm. well how was your reception as far as the people that didn't know you did you get people coming up to you
2: I had a lot of people come up to me but the thing about it is um, uh, I didn't have a I don't have a social media site right now and everything like that and so I didn't really have any merchandise so I either. So I mean, a lot of people came up were interested in it were interested in who the fuck it was people really didn't know who the fuck it was they didn't know anything like I had my girl at the time selling merch and
0: it was, uh, it, was you know, it was hard it was hard for her <laughs> yeah, like how
2: do you how do you guys write? Um, do you write together? Or do you... Uh, we we do both. You know, sometimes he brings a riff to the table, and I, or I bring a, a riff to the table, or maybe even a, a whole song to the table, basically. And Then we fine tune it together. And then usually what we, we what we're getting on is we, we write, we start writing riffs together, and then we're you know trading off writing lyrics. I write a lot of lyrics. Um, he writes a lot of lyrics. <laughs> but you know sometimes, um, but like you know the past days for caravan, we we collaborated on quite a few songs actually. Absolutely,
3: we're playing like songs off pretty much a lot of off Jugful of Sun because we're going to release Jugful of Sun through a little label, um, Henry's label actually.
2: Henry Vasquez just started the label, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: And so we're going to do you know a repop of uh, Jugful of Sun for everybody, you know, because a lot of people don't have that original record, you know, that CD. That's what it's, that's what he's getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, we did we repressed it in uh, Europe. Through Andreas, and uh, we, we man, it, it just flew off the you know. Well, the ones that he pressed just went away, you know, pretty fast. So that was that was good, you know. Hopefully, maybe in the future we might you know repress the vinyl over here too, which would be real cool. That might be in the future of the jug, you know, because that's a monumental. It never record. did come
2: out of vinyl until
3: not over here, really. It's it was I mean, well, just there in Europe, but on uh, the reup, yep.
0: Is that
3: Sweet. like after the new album? Uh, the new album. Uh, I
0: mean, is that are, the plans to reissue it? Is that after the? Uh, new album?
2: It's already it's already been pressed. I mean, it's
3: oh, we, yeah, we, we get, have discs. And, yeah, we got discs now. Uh, uh, already Texas. through for Henry, and well, we just don't have them tonight. Sorry, but we will. Have but uh, tomorrow we'll uh, have because we're going to drive by there one way to Austin. But we always oh, want okay. we
2: always want to press vinyl. But if Anything we have that can be pressed on vinyl, if somebody wants to press on vinyl. If we can do it. We will because Miles. Final is hot, man. Everybody yeah. wants vinyl. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah it's a big deal. You so, like you know, it's a motherfucker to carry around. It's heavy, you know what I'm saying? But, man, who it's... You who know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you put that needle in that
3: record, and it's just that analog yeah. feeling, you know?
0: <laughs> well, going way back to the early days of The Obsessed, you were in a scene that was dominated by punk and hardcore, and you always hear these stories about, you know, Punk kids and metal kids, you know, not it getting was along. Pretty brutal. Did
2: yeah. you catch shit or were I did you accept I, I did. I can. I can. I'm <laughs> I can remember a specific events. Actually, I mean, when when, when I put the test together, we had um, there was a guy in town. He was a punk rock kid who used to be like he was kind of like used to be kind of a hippie, and um, he was working down this record store called Smash. And he heard um, he heard our version of Concrete Cancer uh, off the metal, Ma- metal Massacre Six record he was into thrashing, this guy. He was into a lot of... Time, he was a punk rock kid, you know, now. He, he wasn't a kid either. His he was, he was mom my age, I think. So, anyways, he... Uh, he told me, Man, I really like that, that song, Cocker Cancer, because the middle part reminds me of the Captain Beyond. So, we got to be friends with him, and he put... Again, this man called Lethal Intent. He was sort of like... He was sort of like a real go-getter type guy. He's an entrepreneur kind of guy. So, he, he started putting the obsessed uh, to these... Onto, like, local shows. I mean... We already like we we grew up on punk rock, like you know, our our favorite bands were like Sabbath, of course, but also Bad Brains. Um, we loved Dead Kennedys, you know, when they were back in the day. Dead Kennedys, uh, Discharge, you know, they had a little bit of fucking attitude, some attitude, you know, and uh, I liked I really liked it a lot, you know. But I was really into the Dead Boys, fucking you know, Pistols, and everything, you know. So um, uh, so we sort of we started playing out, and we knew we we already knew that we could play. We knew that we could you know, I'm not trying to darn but we knew that we could play fast, and we knew that, you know, that we could, you know, we could do it, and so we just waited for the opportunity. So we got a couple of opportunities playing with, uh, you know, some bands, like, um, uh, we, played with, we played with the Dead Boys on the first reunion tour, um, we played with, um, we played Bad Brains in, in the, on the green tape era, God, I remember walking in the soundcheck, there, Soundcheck. I remember walking in the old North 930 club and walking in and being just pinned to this pole they hadn't, you know, by, the, by that sound, coming off that stage. <laughs> but I mean, so there was like, so there, but the scene was, we had a, we had a pretty big fang at the time, but the scene was like really split up. I mean, there was literally a line between the two camps. And I remember a couple of times, uh, after we played the Dead Boys, we, we, oh, I forgot to mention, we had a pretty outrageous singer too. Like, we, we started off as the three-piece, you know, we started off as a four-piece, but then we realized we, we wanted to do something different. So we moved into the realm of like, three-piece wanted to find a singer. So we finally found a singer. Uh, th- his name is Vance. He's a pretty crazy guy. Like we would encourage him to do nutty shit. I mean, his singing was okay, but his, he was a really great showman. So he would he would we, we encourage him to whip it out and shit. You know, he had like fucking big crank for the little guy and like and, like he would Green he would PC, do all kinds of shit right? like that. You know, Greenpeace. He, he would too. yeah he yeah, he yeah so <laughs> our, our, okay that was one he to see. that was a bad Brains show for the bad Brains show when we supported the bad Brains What he did was he had this he had this sculpture that he had made in school that was like. Of a, of a human head but with no hair on it obviously so you know so basically it was kind of like it was this not so veiled outright stab at this kid I didn't know he was going to do it but he took it and he set it on the stage right as we took stage we took stage get ready to play and all of a sudden he sets this basically bald head on stage and then he just fucking picks up a cinder block and on, the, on one, two, three, four he just smashes this head you know? so <laughs> there's just some sort of symbolic thing you know I'm like man I'll tell you what the, the kids they, I mean
3: I yeah, you know, looked at them all. Their skin the majority
2: of the kids, were like, the kids that didn't really, didn't really <laughs> but you know what? But, but the people that were paying attention were the people that counted. Like people that were paying attention were people like, you know, Wendell, Wendell Blow from Iron Cross, and um, and SoA Henry from SoA. You know, Ian, John Stab, John Sab, both of them, John Sab from Iron Cross, and then John Stab from the Government Issue. You know, those people were the people that were coming up. Just going, wow, you know, you guys, want to go, go and play with us in this little bar? And, you know, they, they saw that we could bring it and we brought some folks and so they, they, they liked the music, you know. And I, I know they hated when we played pop rock covers though, you know, it's like, I remember Wendell telling me, God, I love it, I love it when you play Decimation but I fucking can't stand it when you play Caught with the Meat <laughs> Mouth. Well, that was, we had to play, you know, when we started playing, we had to play three sets. So like, we were really scratching up, folks scratching them up, you know. But there, there's, I, I remember on the Dead Boy show, uh, uh show, maybe it was a Bad Rain show, one of those two shows, I was standing out in the crowd watching the band and like some some guy some punk guy like fucking kind of like careened into me intentionally like basically fucking kicked me in the balls basically and he said well you look pretty you act pretty rough up there or something like that and I was just like well here I am you know so you know he kicks me in the balls and dances away I
0: don't
2: know you know I wasn't trying to fucking you know we were completely outnumbered so you know I just kind of kind of like slunk away <laughs> actually you know he just got kicked in the balls but you know the bottom line is fucking um, they didn't like us well, they didn't like us, wow. but we hung in there. Yeah. And then, and then we, according to like John Sab and, and Iron Cross people, we passed the test with them. It was when we played at this little club. It was a real popular hangout on Comarchs. It was just a little nightclub where all the punks would go. And um, PA shut. We we, had, we played a game with Iron Cross, I think. It got a government Iron Cross, and the PA shut down. We were playing first, and we just kept playing. We just fucking. I just said, "Fuck it, let's." We just burned through our set out screaming the lyrics. You know, no PA. And, I had not remember that show. Mm-hmm. And that's the show where, where, after that show, we were accepted. I was told. Yeah. Whatever that meant. But, I mean, another another person that was really on our team was Tesco V. Tesco V actually uh, enabled the Obsessed to play out of town because we played a bunch of shows with the Meat Men. Of course, the Meat Men weren't really a punk rock band anymore. Once you know, they started moving in, well, were they ever a punk rock band? You know, the Meat Men were like kind of a parody band. And, like, you know, once we moved in, you know, I remember it was the era where Brian, or Brian, um, what's the dude's name? Played on a thread, Brian. Uh, Brian Baker. Baker. Yeah. And Lyle Pressler were both in Tesco's band, and he had them both wearing these like fucking uh, these fake uh, caveman outfits and shit. Uh-huh. And it was like you know, like I just remember, it was, I just remember being pretty funny, man, you know? But but,
0: That's awesome. but you know, I got a question for you. What is does weed as weed have any kind of deep meaning? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, not smoke really. Dirt weed uh, <laughs> smoke, yeah. smoke dirt weed, they Smoke
3: dirt weed, smoke good weed, whatever. It, just as long as it's weed smoking, it, and it gets legalized sooner <laughs> than later. That's uh, all I really care about. But um, yeah, that's it's pretty much that's it. You know, it's really <laughs> you have you a heard deep CD? meaning. Now I
2: haven't yeah. yet. I oh, gotta get a CD, man. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: you you definitely got to get. It. We got a new EP coming out. It's called "The Bong Remains the Same," and uh, we got "Rain and Bud" on there, and uh, "Cleptus Butanus," and uh, "Drop the Wax," and "Puff." We got a song called "Puff." Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, and "Blood Force Trauma" is our first one. You know, and pretty much every song is on there about weed, except for one: "Eat Pussy." <laughs> and uh that's it that's, there. that's pretty that's pretty much the basic thing uh but it's co- it, it should be around you know and out soon you know if we don't release it ourselves some maybe Ripple will release it for us maybe or just like distro it or something you know but hopefully that'll that'll happen in the future but we I mean right now we're talking about um Spirit Care man I'm talking about is uh Probably going to do a lot of touring here next, uh, like six months, you know, seven months, probably for the next year, couple years. You know, we're going to be really hitting it hard now. We're going uh, we to try to really hit it hard. You know, that's what my outlook is for We the can man.
2: now. You know, nobody's got ties and nobody's got anything holding them back. Nobody's got a great job and they can't leave or something like that. So, I mean, was, now is the time. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna pretty much
3: strike while the iron's hot you yeah. know while I mean we're not getting any younger and uh, life, really. and uh this is our life and uh this our life pretty much just <laughs> music you know yeah. and I mean I've been in several bands you know but Wine has been in several bands um um Eddie's kind of been in, in, he's been in know, a lot of
2: bands but kind of a little, a little bit just, different genre though yeah he's, playing, he's played spiker rallies and stuff with some blues bands but
3: um, you know, in, in our history, you know, in, in our history between me and Wino, you know, I mean, we we've, we've, we've done so much, you know, and then when we get together, like now, it's great, you know what I mean? Because everybody knows us from different other bands or whatever, but we were in the same band, and when we do get in this band, we we really focus a lot, and we and there's a lot of love, and there's a lot of um, you know, strength and power. It's to a common you know? cause.
2: I mean, nobody nobody's you know we're. I mean, we're, we're not as motivated. I mean, of course, everybody has to be. You have to be motivated by money, Monetary to some extent. Stuff but we're not really so motivated ball. by money that you know, like that we, you know, you know what I mean. Like we're not so motivated by money that you know we uh, we can't get along or you know that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah, it's
3: gonna, yeah I mean, yeah.
0: being away probably helps too, right? When you're gone for 12 years or whatever, you know, people. Oh yeah, we weren't in each. Yeah, there's a lot of years. Oh, uh, yeah. we yeah. in, in each other's
3: pockets yeah that's true yeah. oh uh, yeah the, the fans are just uh, like ravenous about us you yeah. know what I mean the people that like us they really like us you know like uh, a lot you know which is, is cool man I mean and what I mean, people we're, do we're, have to understand what, too though is, we're bringing you know, a good message what, know,
2: what people that. do have to understand too is though you know basically we are working in it, it is a new band because Ed's in the band so you know man he had a crash course you know and we learned as many songs as we possibly could Also, I mean everyone's gonna have their favorite songs I mean, there's still like, you know, four or five that I would still like to to play that we don't play yet, but I mean, I mean, we we got, we started gigging, I mean, we started gigging and and ready to roll before, you know, we really sat down and learned our whole repertoire. To be honest with you, you know, it's like playing newer stuff is really important, and so I think it was, we thought it was more important to learn what we did, and then uh, start working on some new songs as opposed to, you know, just. Learning every, everything we do, you know. Yeah, is we, done.
3: So. and as far as like uh, gelling as a, a band now, you know, uh, 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 it's pretty cool because we've been having these like cool jams, like you know, these open jams, or we just, just you know, groove on something. You know what I mean? I make it up, or Scott makes it up, you know, or Scott, you know, got a rip, I got a rip. We just groove on that, you know, or or in a key of some sort. One of, way. Our, new song, one of our new songs what? live. It, yeah.
2: We, we, we just kind of just naturally morphed into like a song we would always end up we just go into a jam. So that's pretty cool. It just worked this way out naturally. And, 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 you know, there's yeah, no really set guideline to it. We know that when we're ending it that's what's going to happen. And so
3: yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. We, we go into this really cool like you know, jam at the end of the sacred. That's the I name. Mean, actually, I think that's the first time we've ever done that. Sacred. I mean? One of the songs is called So Mortal Be. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Oh. Be the night. Sorry, oh, yeah. I'm talking about the old song. so what to be. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> ah, yeah. t- title. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, the new one is called Be the Night. Yes, <laughs> yeah,
2: this, uh, this is of, on YouTube already for this tour. Yeah, version. I think some In
3: some, some of our new did, songs though. are already airing. Like, probably
2: what that's probably what we're calling color call records. but I'm thinking. Be the night.
3: That's sacred. Oh, sacred. Yeah. Um,
1: that's what I was going to kind of go into next is uh, well a couple things you you said he said he had a crash course how long did it take you to learn all this all this stuff or was it was it a challenge? Uh, we play fourteen songs the first gig or something. Yeah,
3: fourteen.
1: Yeah, yeah so I had to jump in on it. Really? And yeah. we had a week to do it. Oh man! Because <laughs> he was still in LA and then he came back so. Crash course. Yeah, we practiced like a little bit before he came no. back. I was coming back up to Zach Wild wow. thing,
2: so I, was doing, I stayed in LA a little bit longer than after that. He
3: got, he's sick in Texas and then yeah. took him a while to come back, so man like literally like you said, crash course. To, I mean a week to learn but he like, did an amazing job teams. you know and
2: he I mean, um, was so you know had these uh, new ideas were kept up to you, so man I mean, and of course we're do. doing
3: some obsessed songs why <laughs> yeah. wouldn't we right. you know, I we're secretly the obsessed yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 cool, cool. Um, I, I, I saw that there's like whole sets on YouTube yeah uh, does that are you guys okay with that does that bother you guys there's nothing you
2: can do about it first of all second of all oh, true, yeah, second of
1: all yeah. Yeah. I mean second of all I think it, it spreads the word I mean I don't,
2: know, but I don't know. I think that people would still buy the disc, you know, buy a, new, yeah. a, a disc for new stuff, even seen a couple of the songs. I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool to see how the song develops. If I were a fan, I'd be tripping on it. I'm sure we're going to get, like, I really like the version better than that. You know. But but yeah. bottom line is, I, I, there's nothing you can do about it, and I think it helps. At a band at our level, I think it spreads the word. I don't know. Yeah. Am I, what you?
3: We recorded doing? three songs, too. Um, the one is um, Razor Wire. Uh, so and we recorded uh, the
2: two we're going to do, and then another one that we do sometimes.
3: too. Yeah, and it's it's going to be really cool. You know, it's a little funky. I want to, like, sap the funky, like, a little bit, because, like you said, there's not too many funky dome bands out there. <laughs> <laughs> when I say funky, I mean... I mean, I mean, I mean, not, I mean not funky, mean, uh, like, you know, yeah, but, you know. like, quirky, like- <laughs> but, like, you know, it's got a little bit of, you know, like, you know, like... Skinner and funk. You know, cool. kind of like you We all stick solos
2: around. It's like a little jazzy. Oh, that's really cool. it's yes, a little jazzy. You try to fun. play that tonight
3: or what? <laughs> sure, we can rock it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You know, like, like you was saying earlier, our new songs, you know, what we're going to develop in our new band, basically. It's, the, it's like kind of the new Spirit Caravan, mm-hmm. should I say?
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, that's what's happening. How far is yeah. what you're talking about, yeah, anyways?
0: Um, two and a half hours? Yeah. Two and a half yeah.
1: hours? Yeah. So,
0: something like that. When you guys go on to record... All right, we already you, recorded three. Well, I mean, just like those three or any time, like how do you get in the right mindset to... Because your songs, like your music, and especially your lyrics are a lot deeper than most bands, you know. Like, is it... Do you have to get yourself in the right state for that, or is it just something you can just do at any time?
2: It's got to it's <laughs> be developed, and we'll, yeah. we'll flesh it out as much as we can, and, you know, the studio... I mean, in rehearsal, I mean, it's really good if you can take a song on the road live. I mean, if you can take a song that you're going to record, the songs you're going to record, if you can take them out on the road, play them live before you record them, and that's really, really good, because then you really know how to, really look, you can, then you can really feel the song, you can feel how to phrase, you can feel how it's going to go. A lot of times, you know, because the lyrics are, are the, to me, the lyrics, uh, they either come all at once, or something. then it's what it could be a slow crawl, you know? So that you know, any given time to record, I'm probably still going to be finishing a few lyrics up in the studio. You know what I mean? A Few last lines or a few last words. So it's not as if you can have the whole song finished and like how you're going to sing it. You know, <laughs> then you can really build it down in the studio. But take what you can get. You know, it's you know.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean we well we were working right now with Chris Kozlowski, the guy we've always worked with. You know, on all, all, th- all stuff, yeah. yeah all three records actually. <laughs> all you three know, full all, lungs, Yeah. All three Spirit Caravan records we've worked with. Chris you know uh.
2: he's got an old style way of person he's really in, he's really into guitar like you yeah. know that's we, we we strayed from him for a minute and he's uh the bass <hitting> <laughs> <and, laughs> player <played, laughs> for the hidden hand the hidden hand was an engineer so we did a couple things with him and we never have never gone back to him until now but he has a, uh, I I mean he, like I said he's really guitar oriented you know he's really guitar and that the kind of 70s style is really important to him um we I, I think he understands. He understands the the big drum sound, but it wasn't the big drum sound. Like, and everything else comes around it. You know what I mean? Like, how modern drum, modern shit. It got to be. But he's an interesting guy. I mean, he doesn't have. Just, yeah, we practice No pro tools. Well, no pro tools. Well, no so he just sets theater. up
3: mics in the slave shack. Yeah, but we're used to pro
1: tools
2: now, you know. So it's yeah, like yeah. that can almost <laughs> be like. It's all about performance in that type of situation. There's, there's not. A, there's not anything like. Let me yeah, grab a little yeah, bit of that.
3: Pro Tools, or, you can't move it around. You will do that a couple times and I'll it, and put it in there. You know? Like, yeah, the or chorus and all that <laughs> stuff. We know he's got the old school, man. Like, it's all about
2: performance, man. If yeah, you do the cake, the cake, right. yeah. you go be take, take. That's the way it was in I the mean, old it, days, you know? It, it, it was he's it.
3: got the old school, like, ADAT type, like, yeah, recording. Yeah, yeah a man. Like, no what?
2: computer, it's pretty. Good. I mean, that's almost unheard of these days. Man.
3: Yeah, yeah, everybody's got a music computer or can download all that to. Pro Tools and then mess with it there, you know.
1: It used to it seemed like it used to be like bands would catch shit for using Pro Tools and now it's just like it's the norm. Yeah, it is the norm. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's so the norm. But basically like I've always believed like even though the obsessed with the three piece beer getting three piece, I always believe, man, you know, use what you can in the studio, use all the tools you can. Mm-hmm. So I'll put down a couple of fat rhythms behind it, you know what I mean? I'll put down a couple when I'm taking a solo, I'll put put down a couple fat rhythms. Why not, man? Make it make the recording whatever it can be. I think you know. I mean, live. I mean, you won't hear that that Pat Rhythm back there, but fucking, we'll still we'll still hear it. Uh, I think we covered it. It was awesome. Cool. Yeah, that was good. Excellent. thanks. We appreciate it. card. you, guys, or some, <laughs> yeah. We, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Thanks. Thank you, guys. For yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, thanks. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I nice think yeah. nice yeah. yeah.
2: you guys are probably, we, we
0: talked a little so bit. Is Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you were out in the parking lot yeah. shaking hands and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. He's a nice fella. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, <laughs> there you have it, our interview with all three members of the Spirit Caravan, Dave Sherman, Wino, and Ed Gouley.
1: There you go. That's uh, that's how it happened, people. I uh, uh, hope you enjoyed it, and thanks to Downtown Lounge. Thanks to Jake. Uh, we even got to talk with him for a little bit, so uh, we might try to get him on the show.
0: Yeah, that would uh, be a great Yeah, that would
1: be a great one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, check these guys out and check out Downtown Lounge, and uh, hope you liked it.
0: Yeah, look him up. Like I said earlier, look him up, listening to him, You know, Spirit Caravan, it's a great band. If you're ever a fan of the Obsessed, you know, this will be right up your vein. They've even got, I know there's even a few Spirit Caravans that were old, Spirit Caravan songs that were old Obsessed songs reworked. So there you go. Gotta love it. Yeah. And of course, as he talked about in there, Wino's got a couple solo CDs out where it's just him and a, a guitar and those are really cool.
1: Yeah. That's I, where we, we saw him open for uh, Zach Wilde, yeah. Black Little Society, uh, beginning of the year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got the, and I picked up like I at that point I wasn't really familiar with this solo stuff until Mm -hmm. we saw him and then I picked up the Freedom Conspiracy album there at the show and it's a great album. You know, this, you know, we can't say enough. These guys are phenomenal, you know, musicians and artists in this genre of music and it's just it's just great, you know, so glad we got the opportunity to see him here in Tulsa and obviously the opportunity to sit down and, and talk with him for a bit for this podcast.
1: Definitely. Uh, again, if you like bands like Down and High on Fire and, uh, you know, shit like that.
0: Caius Trouble Clutch. Yeah.
1: These are the guys that started all that. Yeah. So if, uh, if you don't like that or you can't grasp it, then,
0: you know, to quote Adam Jode, your ears are broke. <laughs> right. Be sure to check us out online at thethunderunderground.com. We've got everything up there reviews links to all the previous podcasts and find us on Facebook at the thunder underground, all one word. Instagram is the thunder underground, all one word. YouTube is the thunder underground, all one word. And SoundCloud is thunder underground. Well, with that being said, I think it's time to bid you adieu until next week. That's right. All right. Have Once a good again, one. Thanks for listening.